I just got off a call with a podcast listener, Amanda, and I we were talking about depression and everything that's going on behind the scenes because she said, Haley, your membership site changed my life. I quit my Fortune 500 job and now I'm making eight to $11,000 a month because of profit planning. And I was, it's just, I just started crying on this call because it was, I missed this. I missed being close to my audience and I haven't been on calls in so long and I missed it so much. Hearing how my membership site has transformed her life, it's just, it's so unreal that I get to do that. Like literally my job is to help people change their lives. How cool is that? To empower women. Like I just, I love this. And one of the things we talked about, and I told her, I was like, Amanda, I needed to hear this because behind the scenes has not been easy the past few months, ever since I quit my job. And it's it's been a battle of all these different internal mind things and all this stuff. And I needed to hear this. And I said, I don't want to put out negative vibes in this membership site, but everything is not perfect. And I hope you know that. Like, it's okay if things aren't perfect. And she said, it's different when it's real. It's not a negative vibe if it's real. Sometimes it's helpful. And I know that if I feel afraid and something makes my heart beat a little faster, I do it. And if I stay in this box too long, I'm in this comfort zone that can become a complacency trap. And this episode is me. It's shoving me out of this comfort zone box that I've been in for way too long. And I didn't want to talk about this until I felt more in control of everything, had a solution, a learning experience from it. But when I talked to Amanda about this, I knew it was time for me to get behind the mic and and tell you what's going on. Because online entrepreneurship, a lot of us work at home alone. A lot of us are dealing with so many things that are kind of taboo, that is not talked about. And I'm just sick of it. Like, let's just have a conversation about it together right now, me and you. I want me and you to talk openly about this because if this episode just impacts one person today, this week, this year, that will have made all of this embarrassment worth it. If you have a business bestie or anyone that may be able to benefit from this, please share. Just forward this episode, click the share link, just simply screenshot this, share it on Instagram stories. But I'd love to get the word out so we can make food addiction and depression around entrepreneurship less taboo. Now, I want entrepreneurs to know that they aren't alone. And if they're dealing with anything behind closed doors, I'm here for you. Seriously, I am here for you. DM me on Instagram, at Profit Planner is my handle. We can video chat it out. Like, listen, seriously, I I am here. And I want you to know you are not alone because for so long, I have felt so alone in this battle. And so I just want to start off with saying that you are not alone. You have me and you have all of the amazing listeners for this podcast that will just surround you with love. Okay, what is a food addiction? Let's just let's just start there. <laughs> if you haven't read the title yet and you have no idea what I'm even talking about. <laughs> if you're if you're listening up to this point, you're like, "What is this crazy lady about to say?" <laughs> this is a little bit insane. We're talking about food addiction and a little bit more specifically binge eating as an entrepreneur. Now, a few different indicators just that you have a food addiction. These are the indicators. 
are these five things. One, you end up eating more than planned when you start eating certain foods. Two, you keep eating certain foods even if you are no longer hungry. Three, you eat to the point of feeling ill. Oh my gosh, is that not my life? Number four, you worry about not eating certain types of foods or worry about cutting down on certain types of food. You're just overthinking it all the time. Number five is when certain foods aren't available, you go out of your way to obtain them. So the big one for me is number three. I mean, I check all of these. I, I check all of these boxes. But the big one for me and when I knew I had a problem was when I ate myself until I felt like throwing up. And it was like I was punishing myself without even realizing it. It was like a subconscious thing. And when I realized that it wasn't normal to do that, when it wasn't like it was normal to just stop eating when you're full. <laughs> that was I didn't know that. I just always, I guess I came into this dark habit of just binging, binging food. And that wasn't the only thing I was binging. I mean, and you know, I, it's, you kind of want to joke this off as, oh, I was binging Netflix. And you're like, oh, everyone binges Netflix. Da, 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 da. No, my addiction with this was intense. I mean, guys, I would sit in bed for a whole entire week and literally not move, not get out of bed, not do anything. I would, and I would barely even sleep. And I would just, I could not turn the TV off. It was, I was just binging it. And it was just this addictive cycle that was really scary that I thought was normal because everyone jokes about Netflix. But then when I looked at other people's Netflix habits, like turning off the TV wasn't hard. Like they would actually go to bed or they would actually go to work the next day. Like I wouldn't. I, it was like I, my body, it was weird. Anyways, I had this really self-sabotage behaviors going on that my subconscious was doing. Let me just start with my story. And this is, this is not something I want to share, but I really think that it may help someone realize that even though, because I know I post my income reports online, like even though I have this successful business, even though it looks like everything's together, even though it just looks like I am super successful and super happy and I know I have a bubbly personality, things are happening behind the scenes. And I feel guilty. I feel guilty for this because my life is great. I mean, I, I don't have a lot to complain about. So I feel guilty for this depression. I feel guilty for this food addiction and binge eating habits. I don't feel like, anyways, I do feel guilty for this, but I want you to know that if you're in the same boat, like it's okay. And that's what I've learned, that it's okay to not be okay and not to judge yourself for feeling this way. But also taking action and not just sitting in self-pity, obviously, like balancing those two out. Okay, I struggled for this, I struggled with this for years without even knowing it. I thought it was normal to eat until you felt like you were sick and throwing up, and I would joke it off as if it was funny, not realizing I was hurting myself for reasons I wasn't even aware of. And I'm not even gonna get into that because I you know, I definitely suggest all entrepreneurs go to therapy for number one, uh, number one, because entrepreneurship is a mental game. Seriously, it is a mental game. And I did not realize this until my business took off. When my business took off, I really, really realized how much of a mental game this was. So definitely recommend a therapist, but a little background. Okay. Ever since I quit my job, I, and I know you know this because I've talked about this in the podcast, but I've been so lonely and I felt so isolated. I know you may feel the same way if you work at home. 
I'm an extrovert and I feed off of people's energy, yet I wouldn't leave the house. And I only talked to my two puppies. I was going crazy. I was going crazy. I created my own prison inside my house. And the walls were ones that my mind built because they didn't actually exist. But I built this cage in my mind where I couldn't get out of the house. I told myself I couldn't make good friends. This town was too small for people to get, get me as a business owner. And the big one was I told myself I couldn't be fully happy here in Wynn, Arkansas. I kept telling myself that if I could just move and get out of this town, I'd be happy. Go to a bigger city with other online entrepreneurs. I would feel at home and I would finally fit in. And then Creed, my husband, came home and told me we had to stay here until the end of 2020. And soon after, I started binging again. And I broke down and I was so ashamed of this habit that I couldn't break. And I, I had this all, all lined up. I mean, I've always had this. But when he told me that, I just quickly fell into it. It was like an old friend, you know, comfort. But it wasn't comfortable. <laughs> but it had been going on for months ever since I did quit my job this year. I would maybe go one week or so without anything bad happening, and then I would just cave. It was a secret that no one knew. And you know what? I felt like I was a terrible entrepreneur because of this, because when I studied all these successful business owners, you know what the one thing they had was self-control. They had so much power over their choices. And I felt like I didn't, which made me beat myself up over that. I felt powerless. That's a good way to describe it. I just, I felt powerless. And I'm a three on the Enneagram. Okay. So, so feeling powerless is something that makes me cringe. By the way, the Enneagram is a personality test, and if you haven't taken it, do it right now. Like, legitimately pause this episode, go take the Enneagram test. There's a free version online. Don't pay for it. There's a free version. But anyway, so being a three, when I get depressed, I get unemotional and detached from life or caring about anything, anyone, myself, really just everything. I basically turn into an emotionless statue, which a lot of people find hard to believe. Because if you see my online persona, if you see all these things, I'm a very happy, outgoing, joyful, bubbly person. But the people that are really close to me think don't think of me like that. It's like I'm this statue. When I, when I get into these states, when I and when I get really depressed, I I am anything but that. I literally have no feeling about anything anything in my life. There have been days where I didn't want to get out of bed because my business was so automated. I didn't see the point. I was like, why am I even getting out of bed? I'm not even needed, you know, and I just feel lonely. And so tying this all together, before I bring this back to you, my external factors of being isolated were causing loneliness, which led to minor ongoing depression that was hard to shake, which led me to feeling like I didn't have a purpose. So as I got more successful, I felt like I didn't deserve it, and my mind just flipped a switch. And that's where self-love comes in. My husband has always loved me enough for the both of us to where I never really learned how to love myself. Before my husband, I had something that it was just, you know, we, we all have those things in our past that just break us down, and that's what I had. And man, my husband just came in and saved the day. I mean, he, he loves me so hard. And with him being gone all the time as a football coach, I have had to really up my self-love game. 
since he started going to work three years ago, which sounds so silly, but it's so important, especially on a subconscious level, because I can tell when I don't love myself, when I, when I don't really, and I have to try, like self-love is not something that's an instinct to me. Like I have to make an effort to love myself. When I let that go, the habits of binge eating, the habits of depression, the habits of like all these things in my mind just come back. And it's so quickly too. <laughs> comes by very quickly. But we all have people that have told us terrible things, you know? And when those things stick in your brain and you repeat them, you believe them. And when you believe them, you start to subconsciously sabotage yourself from success because you believe you don't deserve it. And that is what I think I was doing with these binge eating episodes. I, and I, you know, it's not like I think I don't deserve success on a conscious level. I believe I do deserve the success and I'm proud of that. I'm so proud of everything that I've built and really my team has built. It's it's been so much fun. It's been amazing. I love my life. I love what I get to come to work and do every day. I'm so in love with this. But there are some mindset issues that creep on up. And there are people in my past and their words and their phrases that they've told me bounce around in my head subconsciously. And when I get more successful, what comes back? Those phrases. And they start bouncing around in my head. Like, you're not worth it. You're just a girl from Valonia, Arkansas. Or are you really smart enough to do that? You weren't even top of your class. Another one is just, you're not good enough. You know, I heard that so much. You're not good enough. Or you're too this or you're too that. It wasn't ever like, I wasn't ever just accepted for who I am growing up. And that's huge. That, and I, and you know, I've talked to so many of you listeners I'm, if you are active with me on Instagram, I am active with you. I get to know you. And I know a lot of you have been told terrible things growing up, just like I was. Just like I have been told terrible things. And that sticks. That stuff sticks. And if you are not self-aware enough, and if you don't think, okay, what is keeping me? What is keeping me where I'm at right now? And where do I want to go? And if we, if there's all these walls that come up in our mind. And if we break those walls, we have a choice to break those walls or not. But first we have to realize the walls are there. So if right now you're like, I, I just don't know. I know I'm depressed or I know I'm binge eating or I know I have this food addiction. And I know it goes deeper because these habits aren't like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to be sad. I want to wake up, but I don't at the same time. Like, I want to better myself, but I just, I just can't. There's something subconsciously that's pulling the strings in you right now. And you have to have, take this journey of self-awareness and figure it out. And it's tough. It's hard. It is not fun. It is, it is not fun at all. I have had several crying sessions over this journey, this self-awareness journey, but it is so worth it. And this is what I've discovered even just recently this month. I have had entrepreneur friends that have jumped on Zoom with me, jumped on Marco Polo with me, and just let me talk it out. After I had a binge eating episode, this is what I did. I went on Marco Polo and I talked to one of my friends and I talked for an hour and they listened to me for so long about why this happened, what was the trigger, and I just traced back my steps. 
And I traced it back to my past. And I looked at how it connected to today. And what was happening in my life that was triggering this habit in me that's, that flared up. And how I could break it. And then we came up with an action plan. And the action plan was, you're not loving yourself. At the end of the day, I wasn't. I'm the kind of person that puts everyone before me. I put my business before me. It's natural for me to do that. I put everyone before me. I am terrible at putting myself first. And I'm a lot better at it than I used to be, for sure. And I'm still learning every day. But it, it just it's not an instinct. So I have to learn how to love myself. And that means waking up early and getting my butt on my Peloton machine and cycling five miles every day. That is me. That is a love note that I'm writing to myself when I exercise. That's me taking my health seriously and saying, I love you, Haley. I want what's best. Because I notice that when I exercise in the morning, I'm not as, I'm not as sad. Like, it's easier to get out of bed. It's easier to have more energy throughout the day. And I'm noticing that it's easier to eat healthier options and not want to binge eat everything. I'm not wanting to consume the same amount of food. So focusing on what can help you. For you, it might not be getting a Peloton. For you, it might just be, I need to take a bath and I need to meditate. Or I need to have these five affirmations that I tell myself every single morning, you know, Whatever it is, I'm saying all of this because this entrepreneurship journey is a mind game. The more success you get, the more mindset issues are brought up that you just have to work through. We really, together as a community, we have to be extremely self-aware because this is the dark side to entrepreneurship that just isn't talked about enough. Entrepreneurs are three times as likely to have an addiction of some kind because of the personalities in this game of business. I did a lot of research on food addiction and binge eating as soon as I finally admitted I had a problem with it, which only took me a year, but whatever, we're, <laughs> we're just going to go with it. And what I found was so many articles about it involved beauty standards and weight watching, but I don't think it's about that, especially for me. And I think as entrepreneurs, it's, I mean, yes, we probably have body image issues and we look in the mirror and I know that I struggle with this too. Sometimes I look in the mirror, I'm like, Haley, girl, you let yourself go. What is up with that? Why? I was on the phone with my grandma about this, actually, and she said, Honey, you just don't love yourself. You need to learn how to put yourself first in different ways that don't feel comfortable and stop looking for ways to beat yourself up over all these stupid things. And you know what? It made me mad. I got angry. I got mad at my grandma. I had this angry reaction and immediately say, nope, that's not it. I love myself. If I wasn't loving myself, I just would stop trying this whole 30 thing, right? But after thinking about it for a few days, she was right. For me, it was about loving myself for me, not because I earned it from a revenue goal or because I owned a business or because whatever it may be, just because I simply exist. I need to love myself because I'm breathing. That alone deserves love, just being a human. I'm big on going to the root of the problem. And I believe the root of the food addiction and the depression and all this stuff is lack of self-love. Now, I need to put an asterisk on this <laughs> because I know some of this is a chemical thing. And so I want you to know I might be making blanket statements. And, you know, if you could pick this apart and... I, I, don't, I don't want you to pick this apart. I understand that especially depression, 
like depression, for me, it is minor. It is just simply this gray cloud that follows me and it's just numbing. It's like a numbing sadness. But I know for, and I've been there before where depression was so much worse, where where you get really dark thoughts and it's so deep and you feel like you can't get out of it and it just feels hopeless. And I know there are some people that are struggling out there that it's chemical and I don't want to put a blanket statement and say it's self-love or it's this or it's that. I just want to put an asterisk there because I don't want to ever think, uh, I don't want anyone to ever think that I'm insensitive towards any issues that anyone is dealing with, period. I'm just saying all of this based on my experience. So I love you. And I hope that if I did offend you in any part of this episode, that it is not my intention at all. Okay, but moving on. You may not deal with binge eating, you may not deal with a food addiction, you may not deal with depression, or you may think I'm even crazy for struggling with this. I'm honestly not sure. But do you love yourself? I mean, truly love yourself. Love yourself so radiantly that you gracefully put yourself first. And by doing that, it emits this energy that feeds the souls of others as well. This issue most of the time is rooted in some kind of anger we hold towards ourselves or anger we have towards someone else that has done something to us in the past we just haven't let go of or taken the time to process and understand because that is tough. But you know what? That's entrepreneurship. It's a journey of becoming our highest selves. Just because of just becoming, just becoming a better person every single day. I want you to know that I'm so beyond thankful to you for listening. And now that you have, I want to challenge you to share this episode with a Facebook group you love being a part of or sharing this with your friends on Instagram story or shooting someone a text message with this link from iTunes. If you need any support, I'm here. I know you already know that. This profit plan in our community is a strong one and we help each other through a lot for those that dive in. But just know that I love you and I'm cheering you on every step of the way with my big embarrassing virtual pom-poms. I'm waving them around like a crazy mom in the air. Now I'll see you in the next episode, which is episode 100, by the way. We have a very big announcement, so I'll see you then.